we're getting close to the end of season one. Mm-hmm. Let's let's yeah. finish two, this out two strong. More episodes. All right, you want to ask me five questions? Yeah, I'm going to ask five questions, and then uh, and I hope everyone at home is guessing along with me. Uh, you know, we've gotten a lot of uh, new five star reviews since the last time oh, yeah. I looked, and uh, the last one actually said how much fun they're having playing along with the quizzes and guessing, and they're mm-hmm. laughing and having. There's a, good a lot time. of pressure on me because I have to ask good questions. So. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I don't know which one's a good question. But, I don't uh, know either. Let's... I'll, I'll get right into it and say, is it a tree, shrub, grass, or form? It is a deciduous understory, large shrub, or small tree. Okay. And um, for some reason, I did not look up the family of this one, but while you're coming up with your next question, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, well, my next question would be... Um, would be does it have a, a noticeable flower? It does have a noticeable flower. Uh, they're fragrant white flowers in the early spring before the plant leaves out. Okay. Um, and it is of the Rosiaceae family. Okay, I was gonna say, are you sure? Are you sure this is a native plant? It uh, is. There's another. Another. Uh, well, I guess not. It's not a good kind of fragrance. <laughs> that's, no, but white flowers that uh, is is blooming right now no but this you know uh rosiaceae includes prunus rubus mm-hmm. crataegus sorbus like a lot of a lot of yep, trees that yep. you know so that doesn't yep. really help narrow it down for yep. you at all um i'm gonna go and ask um all right is it a does it uh does it produce a fruit it does produce a purple berry like droop purple berry like droop okay Hmm, that isn't not what I was thinking. Um, how how uh, you said it was a small. I don't want to waste large a shrub, small. Height. Yeah, large shrub, small tree. So um, that kind of gives you the height range. Right yeah. There. What's its uh, wetland indicator status? It is facultative. Facultative. Okay. That is four. You have one left. Um. Does it have a, a like? What's its fall color? It has a yellow. And orange to red fall color. And I'm okay. going to give you the height. Since you already know it's a large shrub, yeah, small tree. I figure it's around 20 feet. Six to, six to 20 foot. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, beach plum, which is prunus meridima. Even though you said the family's prunus, so that kind of throws me off. I'm still going to go. And it doesn't have berry-like droops. I'm, I, I'm thrown off. So it's either that or flowering dogwood. That's not really a, a large shrub. I don't think that's the Rosiaceae family. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I'm gonna. I'll stick with uh, beach plum. All right. So Tom's guess is Prunus meridima, which is beach plum. It's Amelanchier canadensis. That would make which sense. Is yeah. That would have been a good guess. <laughs> You're listening to a native plant every day with Tom and Fran. Welcome back to a native plant every day with Tom and Fran. I am Fran. And I'm Tom. And today's plant is Amelanchier canadensis, which is shadbush, but it's also called shadblow, serviceberry, and juneberry, among many other names. Yeah, I'm hoping folks at home got that one right, because I'm like, (laughs) how did I forget about that? Sometimes when I'm guessing, I'll get something in my head, and I'm like, more asking questions to reinforce what I think it is. And then when you say something that doesn't reinforce, I'm like, 
I'll overlook that. And <laughs> I, I still think my, my first inclination, when you said it was a large shrub or a small tree, I'm going to go with that one. With but, fragrant white flower, I thought yeah. the clue that would have given away for you that it does bloom before yeah. it leaves, kind of like yeah. red bud. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe that might give it away knowing that it's white yeah, and fragrant. It, it should have, but uh, <laughs> it, I was already on my own track by then. But. So it, it is native. Uh, I know you typically ask the native range. It is native from Maine to Florida and then west to Mississippi. Okay, yeah. And I think the best way to describe this plant is a is as a large shrub or small tree because it can kind of blur that line. Yeah, it's never going to be a big tree. It's never going to be a super small shrub. It's, it's going to be in that middle ground where you're – if you ask – like a hundred people and and had them on family feud on <laughs> a large tree or, or a small tree or large shrub. I think you get a 50 50 split. And I think what makes it difficult too, is that in the, in the nursery trade, this can be found as either a single stem tree mm-hmm. or a multi-stem shrub tree. So you, you've kind of find it both ways. So that blurs the line much like red bud. Red bud's another one that you find as yeah. a, a single stem or a multi-stem. Yep. Yep. So tell me about what this, plant is going to look like uh what, what the leaves look like what's the bark look like sure all that so kind of stuff. that you will see the bark uh which is a smooth uh and gray when young and it gets a little furrowed as it gets older but when it's young it's a very smooth gray bark uh i kind of think of it kind of almost like a red maple mm-hmm. uh type bark uh the leaves are simple alternate with a serrate margin and uh they're elliptical to ovate one to three inches long mm-hmm and you mentioned it kind of is like an understory type plant. Is you going to find it in really deep shade or does it want a little bit more sun? Than it's that? full sun to part shade. I know we have it uh, here at the nursery planted mm-hmm. and it's kind of like on the edge of of the tr- the grouping of trees. Yeah. I, w- I don't want to say it's a forest because it's not a forest, <laughs> yeah. but it's kind of on the edge. So it's getting sun, uh, a little bit of shade, uh, preferably that's where it likes to be. Mm-hmm. Um and I know you mentioned the fruit, the purple berry like droops, and and the fruit is actually edible and is a little. Have you ever eaten? I uh, haven't. It's one I guess I I should have tried by now, but yeah. I, I haven't. It's it's not one you you see. I I always figure this: if it was that tasty, mm-hmm. you would find it in the grocery store. Although Paul Paul, I really appreciate. Oh, yeah. You don't really yep. find that too often, but it's supposed to be reminiscent of blueberry. Okay. That's a great descriptor and reminiscent. Yeah. So, it's like like old socks and maybe a hint of blueberry. <laughs> um, it, it does live about 50 years. Um, it's kind of a, a late successional to climax species. Um, and if you're looking to plant it in your yard, it does have a shallow root system. Um, much like trees that are, are native to wetter areas. It is facultative, so... Basically, half the time it's found in wetland species, but um, and given that most like there's there's not really many serious issues, but it does have a lot of the issues that most mm-hmm. things in the Rosaceae family have issues with: rust, leaf spot, powdery mildew, and blight. Mm-hmm. That's all pretty yeah. reminiscent. The things in those families typically yeah. have those yeah. issues. So have that it has berries kind of indicates that it probably has some wildlife value. What wildlife value does this plant have? It does. It's uh. Many birds like the fruit, including chickadees, juncos, bluebirds, goldfinches, orioles, and tanagers. Um, mammals also like the berries, uh, leaves, and twigs. Um, examples are skunk, fox, and chipmunk eat the berries, and deer and elk will eat the foliage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is 
pollinated by uh, pollinated by bees, but you will need two trees for pollination. Okay, which is important to know because a yeah. lot of a lot of people will get one. Not this. I'm not necessarily talking about this plant, but in some cases they'll get one and then say, "Oh, why don't I have any blueberries or this?" Or that? Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it's because sometimes you just need that cross pollination between individuals. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, I I I see service berry a lot, but I don't necessarily see service berry fruiting a lot mm-hmm. it's not i i've seen it only on a handful of occasions yeah. and maybe that's just where i look um i'm not really sure but it's yeah. it's one you don't see a lot um yeah. and but, how about like with the other pollinators is it, it has flowers so i'm assuming it helps pollinators uh it does so the the neck before i forget it is monoecious okay also so even though it is monoecious uh having both male mm-hmm. and female parts you still need that cross-pollination. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the nectar-rich flowers attract butterflies, bees, hummingbirds, and other pollinators. Uh, caterpillars of brimstone moth, brown tail, gray dagger, mottled umber, rough prominent winter moth, red spotted purple, and white admiral, as well as very various other herbivorous insects feed on amelanchier. So I thought that was interesting. Now, this is something that that we've mentioned with other ones, mm-hmm. and we're not mentioning it five times this time. The stems, bark, leaves, and root contain cyanide-producing glycosides and are poisonous, especially fresh. Interesting. Okay. that's You can eat the berries. Don't chew on the stem. No, okay. no, no, not at all. Yeah, no stem toothpicks probably, uh, <laughs> no. that kind of stuff. But, uh, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about some of the common names mm-hmm. uh, that we get because we're, we're always saying sometimes uh, – Common names are indicative to certain areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's called Serviceberry in the Northeast, and that was because it was legend that the ground was thawed enough to bury the dead when the tree bloomed. So mm-hmm. once it was blooming, yeah. it was like, all right, we can we can bury that. We can have our services now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also called Shad Blow because it fruits in June when the shad run. Yeah. Oh yeah. So which shad used to be a, a really important. Fish yes. in uh, in uh, specifically New Jersey, but really a lot of the Northeast. Um, in fact, some credit is why we won the Revolutionary War. So wow, that's I what it, I guess uh, helped keep uh, people alive at Valley Forge. Oh, I'm pretty sure. But it was, and it's it's not your the it's not the best fish to eat. <laughs> but but, it'll, but I guess it'll if you're starving, you it's yeah. it's it's really good. So. But speaking of of eating. Uh, service berry fruit can be used for smoothies, cobblers, pies, muffins, pancakes, jellies, jams, and ice cream. So I'm going to look for a service berry ice cream because that mm-hmm. sounds really good. And uh, a tea was made from the root bark uh, that was used as a tonic in the treatment of excessive menstrual bleeding. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. – and If you wanted to sub yeah. this plant for something, you, you have an invasive plant in your yard. What invasive plant would this work well for? Uh, autumn olive, uh, Iliagnus, uh, which is invasive. They have a very similar look. Um, so if, if you have Russian olive, uh, I would suggest removing that and, and placing one. Or if you had a choice between the two, uh, I would plant the amelanchier because look at all the uh, – Autumn olive actually grows so dense that it kind of kills the soil underneath and nothing can grow. But mm-hmm. look at all the wildlife value that Amelanchier yeah. has. It's yep. it, it's giving you a lot of bang for the buck. Oh, model. definitely, definitely. All right, you ready for a quiz, lightning yeah, round? I'm, I'm only going to give you three today. Okay. All right. They're all true or false. You ready? Mm-hmm. 
The flowers of Amelanchier canadensis have four white petals. True or false? I think that's true. Is it five? Five. They're five petals. The origin story of serviceberry is false as the term is attested for predating New World sediment settlement. I'm going to say that's false. It is I, true. They they said they've been able to debunk that's where that came from. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Which is one of those stories that we love to tell oh, people. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then you find definitely. out it's false. Yeah. Um, Amelanchier wood has been used to make fishing rods. Uh, I'm going to say that's true. Okay. That is true. And I could see it like looking at yeah. like the tr- after I read that I went outside and actually looked at the tree. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. All right, pretty good. We we're, we're down to one day left. Yep. Uh all right. More importantly, you putting this in your yard? Uh I I tried to actually. <laughs> and then I <laughs> I uh I had one and then I got really, <clears throat> This was just last year and then uh if you listen to Native Plants Healthy Planet, you remember how much I was saying how busy I was last year. So I had one and I kind of forgot about it and uh and I went back and said I should really plant this and it was it was too late. It was um, it was gone. But I yeah, would, it's one I would plant in my yard. I would totally plant this in my yard. I actually have a spot for it and I hadn't considered it, but now I'm like, oh yeah, I think I might go back. Mm-hmm. This may be part of the pl- future plans. Yeah. So, perfect. Perfect. All right, we have one day left. We're going to finish out strong tomorrow. So, until then, keep it native. Thank you for listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. Hey everyone, this is Fran. And Tom. And we just wanted to give you a quick reminder to tune in every Friday to our other podcast, Native Plants Healthy Planet. Yeah, so on Native Plants Healthy Planet, we dive into all different kinds of subjects revolving around native plants and our ecology and having a healthy planet. We have guests from uh, from colleges, from other podcasts, from different nonprofits we work with, even authors. It's a really good time. We hope you join us over there. Make sure you tune in, and until then, keep it native. <laughs>